Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Uh, over the weekend, if you didn't catch it, uh, the UConn men's uh, UConn football, uh, they beat Central Connecticut State 28-3. to After a bit of a sluggish start, they sort of just pulled away. Uh, this after they lost in week one, 31-20 to Utah State, and they have Syracuse upcoming next weekend who just beat Louisville. So we just, I, I mean, listen, we all want UConn football to succeed, and we're trying to get a sense of the energy surrounding it in this first home game at the Rent in the Jim Mora era, and we welcome in Dom Amore of the Hartford Current. Uh, Dom, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Brian. What's up? Uh, nothing. Uh, what would you think Saturday? Well, I thought they did what they were supposed to do. You know, that's the way it's supposed to look when a, an FBS team or a Division One A team plays a uh, you know, a mid-major or an FCS team, that's how it's supposed to be. It's, you know, they shouldn't be able to, you know, uh, an FCS team should be able to push UConn around the way Holy Cross did last year or stay close the way a lot of teams have in the past, you know, Rhode Island and some of the other FCS teams that UConn has played. So I thought UConn did what it's supposed to do. It looked like what it was supposed to look like, uh, and it's a step in the right direction. You know, before I ask more of the football questions, I mean, how? I mean, I know there was a slew of empty seats, but what was it like on site? Well, yeah, twenty. I think twenty-two thousand. You know, a lot of those fans stayed in the parking lot tailgating. You know, well into the game. And this is not a. They're not yet at a point where everybody's in their seats. You know, fifteen minutes before the game, which is right. what you'd like to do. Uh, of course, it was a noon game. So that might might play into it. Maybe uh, Syracuse a night game on next next Saturday will be different. Um, but once things started rolling, once the fans started to get into the stadium and settle in, uh, it, it was pretty interesting. It was pretty exciting in there. I mean, I you know I I think that people want to embrace the team, but they've got to have something worth embracing. And as I said, Saturday was the start. You know, the the previous week got a lot of people excited. I think people realize that beating Central is not something to to, to crow about. Uh, although Central is a, I think is going to be a pretty good team at that level. But um, you know, I, I think again, given the history and everything that UConn fans have been through, they're not going to you know come flocking back overnight. Yeah, it's going to take some, some success. And you know, the first thing is to not embarrass themselves against a. A team like Central, and they did not. Well, it's funny about the crowd. I mean, obviously, we know the role of of college football in this region. I mean, there were even empty seats at BC this weekend. Sure, and and so it's just not as. In, but it's just weird to me, Dom. You know that we can't put forty thousand people. You know, and then you you see these Power Five conferences with a hundred thousand plus. I mean, what is it about this region that just doesn't love college football the way other parts of the country do? No, uh, you know, I, I, I really couldn't answer that, give you a, a good answer to that, except I guess that it's, it's much more 
you know, baseball is much more popular in this region than it is in other places. Uh, there are, you know, big cities with a lot of pro teams uh, bunched together in this part of the country. Uh, so I just think it's just, there's just there's just too many other things to compete right. with college football that maybe you don't have in parts of the country where it's really the only game in town. We're talking with Don Memoria, the Hartford Current here about UConn football. I'm Brian and Company on WTIC News Talk 1080. So, listen, I, I always do comps. The transitive property, I know in sports, is not is not great. But when you you lose 31-20 to Utah State, and Utah State loses 55 to zero to Alabama, which is the, I mean, I mean, you watch Georgia. Maybe we don't know who the best team in the country is, but there's no doubt that Alabama's won one, two, or three uh, in the country. And so then UConn. So you can say what you want about you know how UConn stacks up in the in in the nation, but we don't know what that means for Utah State. So my point is that Syracuse beats Louisville, which is a extremely credible football program, mm. and they come to town. I mean, I mean, obviously, I, it sounds like they'll be more talented than UConn. I mean, how do you handicap it? Well, you know, uh, Syracuse was was picked last in the ACC. You know, uh, Louisville more middle of the pack. And obviously, Syracuse proved to be much better than their preseason ranking. Or maybe Louisville not as good. Right. But, you know, the, an- the answer is, you know, you really can't handicap. You can't really go by uh, comparative scores like that because, uh, I-, I mean, w- what is, you don't know how, once a game starts snowballing in one direction or another, right. uh, you know, things change. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, is Syracuse better than Utah State? You know, probably. So I would say probably this will be a little more, this will probably be the most challenging game UConn's had yet. And if they can play as well as they played at Utah State, uh, it would be a positive hmm. you know, for UConn. Uh, can UConn win? Now, now, UConn's home, and that's going to help them. You know, you, you know, Syracuse was home last week. So... You know, I, I think it could be it, it could be a competitive game. I mean, if Syracuse blew them out, uh, that was, certainly wouldn't be a surprise, I guess. But uh, I, I think it could be a competitive game. I, I think I think the days of, of UConn getting really really crushed, you know, by opponents other than you know Michigan or place or, or Clemson or teams like that. I think the days of UConn getting really really crushed, you know, are coming to an end. Whether they're whether they end this Saturday, we'll see. It was, I don't know what you, what you think, but it was really nice to see some Connecticut kids You get in the score sheet, right? I mean, Jacob Flynn, yeah. who was awarded the scholarship, was a walk-on, who caught a touchdown pass, and Victor Rosa, who, of course, we covered as a high school kid just a year ago, uh, gets in the end zone as well. I mean, what did you think of, of the Connecticut connection and those, those yeah. two kids getting in the end zone? Yeah, I, I thought, well, I think that really plays into something that Jim Mora wants to do and something that he was really mandated to do when he came in here, and that's, you know, get the best high school talent in Connecticut here, get, you know, recruit Connecticut, uh, you know, not have kids go outside, uh, not have kids who can maybe play at UConn uh, and, and want to play at UConn uh, are not, who are not recruited by UConn and end up going out elsewhere. You know, Syracuse has kids from Connecticut on, on their team. So I think that it was it was a really good thing to get to get the Kennedy kids involved. There was probably some sentiment that 
UConn should have taken a knee at 21-3 with 30 seconds to go. Huh. But I think Jim wanted to get Jim uh, Victor Rose some carries. I think he wanted to get his young players, young freshmen, some reps. And I, so he handed him the ball and he scored with uh, you know, with 30 or so seconds left. But I thought, I think that was really a positive thing for UConn to have Connecticut kids involved in a win at at uh, at Wenchler Field. I think that's something that. You know, is, is going to make them more desirable to the best Connecticut kids. They're not necessarily going to want to leave the state. And of course, you know, it's important for Jim to to find those kids and and, and get them here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dom. Thanks for the early rise on a holiday. We we appreciate the time. All right, you got it, Brian. Anytime. All right, Dom Amore of the Hartford Current joining us here. Um, Brian and Company on WTIC News Talk 1080. We'll see them I mean, if they can at home Saturday. I, I'll tell you if you want to support UConn football. Go Saturday. The weather's going to be good. You can tailgate, and and, and you need to get 30,000-plus Connecticut fans to make a difference. And if they have a good showing against the Syracuse, I think it, it, it means a lot. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.